you know the bible says whoever believes in jesus has received the right to become god's children if you have received jesus if you believed in jesus you have the right to become god's children and check check okay you have you have the right to become god's children and then he goes on saying it is not of human will not of human descent not of blood but born of god you are born of god because you believe in jesus you are born of god you're not the body do you understand this you're not the body you're not the soul you're a spirit man born of god you're a spirit man born of god now the spirit man that is born of god he is seated with christ at the right hand of god your spirit man is right now seated at the right hand of god even though your body is seated right here in delhi in gitorni you are seated with christ right now it's not something that is going to happen it is something that has already happened when jesus died you died with him okay how many of you believe that you need to die to get to heaven do you need to die to get to heaven yes you do but the good news is you died when jesus died with jesus you died and with jesus you were also raised and that's why with jesus you are also seated you are seated with christ in the heavenly places it is not something that is going to happen it is something that has already happened the day you receive jesus this reality has been downloaded into you you are born of god and you are seated with christ you're born of god now first john chapter 5 verse 4 says everyone who is born of god is an overcomer overcomes the world and faith is the victory everyone who is born of god overcomes the world and faith is the victory that means the day you believed in jesus you were born of god and you had the potential downloaded within you to overcome the world you are not meant to be tossed to and fro you have the potential within you each one of you because you are born of god you have the potential within you to overcome the world it's within you but that potential needs to move potential energy is good as long as it stands there you know the car car has the potential to move and car has the potential energy but it is standing in the garage it's useless it needs to move for it to be useful so you have the potential god gave you the potential but you need to move so that potential energy turns into kinetic turns into something useful and productive god will not do that for you you have to do it say with me i have to do it 
it was god's desire it was god's grace that he blessed you with the potential to overcome the world you have the potential just because you're born of god you have the potential to overcome the world but it is your responsibility to move from that potential and to make it work and that's why the bible says faith is the victory how do you overcome the world by faith by faith in what by faith in the son of god amen so there is nothing in your life that that can challenge you to a degree that it will defeat you nothing every challenge you are meant to overcome because you have the potential to overcome the world amen that's why our life needs to move from faith to faith it's not from faith to striving from faith to faith romans chapter 1 verse 16 says for i am not ashamed of the gospel for it is the power of god unto salvation to everyone who believes for in it the righteousness of god is revealed from faith to faith you want to move from glory to glory you have to walk from faith to faith oh man first of all guys the day you accepted jesus you received a degree of glory it's not something that is going to happen you have already received a degree of god's glory and you can move into more glory you can move into the next level of glory it 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 depends on you it doesn't depend on god anymore because he has given you the potential he has given you his faith he has given you everything that you require to move into the next level of glory when you decide you walk into it amen so faith has to become our lifestyle faith has to become our lifestyle living by faith we're not living by feelings we're not living by what we see in the physical we completely believe in the goodness of god we completely believe in god's word like mary said let it be done as per your word think about mary a virgin girl teenage girl the angel of the lord appears to her and tells her you're going to have a child something that's absolutely impossible but she gave permission she said let it be done as per your word if this is god's word i believe it i receive it so you are born of god's word you are born of god you have the potential to overcome the world how you overcome the world is by faith that's why we read the word that's why we meditate on the word that's why we pray so that we can move in faith It's not that you don't have the potential you have the potential you have the potential to fly in the spiritual but it requires faith it requires faith is it possible that you are moving you know in the ranks of your spiritual life but you are defeated in your natural it is absolutely possible you're seated with Christ but you're still facing sickness you're still facing depression you're still facing all of these emotions that are overwhelming you because where the spiritual reality where you're seated you need to apply that in your physical and you need to walk by faith 
Amen? Let me say this. The strongest faith that you have is the faith that still remains after a test. The strongest faith that you have is the faith that remains after a test. You can say that you have faith, but if it hasn't endured a test, it's not strong faith. True faith is one that has endured test. That's why James says, James chapter 1 verse 2, if you want to read it, count it all, all joy. Count it all joy. Interesting. Why did he use the word count? Count is a mathematical term. He uses count it all joy. My brothers, when you go through trials of different kinds, for the testing of your faith produces steadfastness, endurance. It produces strength within you. So that when this strength is complete, you become perfect and you lack in nothing. See, you know, we are making the wrong prayer. We are praying that the situation will be moved out of our lives. We are praying for things to just, you know, disappear. We want the mountain to move. Mountains are not moved by prayer. Mountains are moved by faith. You pray so that you will have the faith. You pray that you will have the strength to speak in faith so that the mountains will be moved. So what prayer does is, prayer strengthens you from inside. So that you can look at the mountain and say, be removed. One of the reasons why our prayers are not being answered is because we're praying the wrong prayer. When somebody gets enrolled in a military school, they go through a rigorous training. Why do they go through rigorous training? Some of the stories that I've heard is horrific. Especially for the first year students that come in, they go through rigorous training. Like their punishments and the discipline is like extreme. Why do they do that? It's to make you tough. Because when you get tough, and when you're on the field and you go through hard circumstances, it is easy. Don't just pray for the hard circumstances to leave. Pray that God will toughen you up. So that those hard circumstances, when you look at it, it looks easy. Do you think it was easy for David when he saw Goliath? In a sense, it was easy because he was toughened. Because when he was taking care of his father's sheep, he was trained rigorously. He went after a lion just because the lion took one sheep. He could have left it. That's just one lamb. Nobody will notice. My dad does not know the count. But he went after a lion. He went after a bear. It was that training that made him so tough to believe that God who delivered me from the jaws of a lion and a bear, God will deliver me from this giant. Amen? So if, if you're facing a challenge, if you're facing a test, I'm telling you, it's a knock on your door for promotion. Don't get disappointed by a challenge. Don't get disappointed by a test. It is a knock on your door. It is calling you out for a promotion. It's a promotion. 
if you're being stretched if you're moving out of your comfort zone oh my goodness we came to this place 2 years ago this church before that we were in another place we spent there 11 months close to 11 months spent about 10 lakhs in that place when we came to this place we didn't take everything we left some of the things came to this place invested another 20 lakhs now in 2 years we are moving still we can't take everything you see we can't take everything we can't take the structural work we are moving to another place you know the budget if you are part of a growing church okay listen to me look look at me if you're part of a growing church let go of the picture of being settled abhi to aaye the pastor ji abhi to if you want to grow get out of being comfortable you have to move you have to move you have to move you can settle when you go to heaven you can retire when you get to heaven retire as much as you want but as long as we are here we will keep moving we will keep going we will keep growing we will keep getting promoted we will keep stretching our faith Amen. So, get out of this mindset. One day we'll the church will get a land, and then we'll all be settled. I'm telling you, every year you'll be giving. It's not just this year. Every year you'll be giving for a building fund, and the budget will only get more. Get used to the idea. I came to the city, this side of the city, in twenty 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 one. 2021 since then it has been a faith journey everything that we have is faith journey we got a house by faith we got a car by faith we got these two places by faith built it up by faith now we are moving into the third place by faith every year has been a faith journey every year can i tell you something your growth is not stunted because of lack of resources your growth is stunted for lack of vision and you don't have the faith for it the israelites who just moved out of egypt they're moving into the promised land and they have to fight kings giant kings whose bed were like 14 feet tall so if they were 14 feet imagine how tall the walls were how high the walls were and these average indians you know who are like 5 feet 7 facing giants of 14 feet naturally it's impossible that's why when moses sent the 12 spies 10 of them came and said it's not possible why did we come here are we here to die but two of them said let's go right now right now i'm telling you all the 12 of them saw the same things these two saw the same things that the 10 saw right But Bible says that they had a different spirit. God tells us about Caleb; he had a different spirit. 
because he did not get overwhelmed by what he saw in the natural he was moved by the word of the lord what is the word that you've received the natural is the natural is overwhelming but what is the word that you've received the word can overwhelm your natural don't get moved by your natural don't get moved by what you see oh my contract is almost going to get over everything around me is almost almost it just seems like everything is dying that is exactly when you need to get up out of your comfort zone and start declaring god's word we're not moved by our circumstances we are moved by faith when we put in the word of god have you received a promise amen so i'll tell you three things okay three things that you need to check in your heart because faith happens in the heart it's not a mental agreement let's take an example how many of you believe in the bible yeah we don't seriously we don't because if we did we would be walking in a lot of victory we don't faith is not a mental agreement faith is of the heart unless the heart does not believe that's not faith What does Romans 10:9 says? You confess with your mouth and believe in your heart. You have faith in your heart. A heart is very unbelieving. So three things that you can position yourself for the heart to believe. Three things. Are you ready? Three things. First thing. Check your desire. Check your desire. Come with me James chapter 1 verse 13 Let no one say when he is tempted I am being tempted by God for God cannot be tempted with evil and he himself tempts no one but each person is tempted when he is lured and enticed by his own desire then desire when it has conceived gives birth to sin and sin when it is fully grown brings forth death you see the progression it is desire that gives birth to sin and when sin is fully grown it brings forth death you need to check your desires here's the thing it is not that all desires are bad you have to check which desires are godly and which desires are ungodly When I say ungodly desires I just don't mean you know you having a very irrational desire Ungodly desire is any desire that is rooted in the unbelief of the goodness of God A desire that comes out where you don't believe that God is good that's an ungodly desire Let me show you an example job God did not test job Job was tested because of his own desire that birth forth sin that birth forth death What was Job's desire Job's desire His desire was his children be protected is that a good desire of course every parent would desire that his children would be 
protected but the problem was that desire was not rooted in the goodness of god that desire was not rooted in the goodness of god how do i know this because the bible says every time his children would party job in the morning would sacrifice and he would say what if they sinned against the lord so let me do the sacrifice he had more faith in the sacrifice than he had faith in the goodness of god and that's why later in job chapter 2 or i think it's job chapter 3 where he says whatever i feared happened to me so that desire that was rooted in the unbelief of god's goodness gave birth to a sin which we call fear and fear is a doorway that demons and satan can come and create havoc in your life it came from a very simple desire and that desire is understood as a parent you understand you want to protect your children but if any desire is not rooted in the goodness of god it is a sinful desire let me say this again any desire that is not rooted in the goodness of god is a sinful desire however logical naturally it makes sense if it is not rooted in the goodness of god it is a sinful desire look at eve till she had a conversation with the serpent she did not find the fruit desirable every day she saw the tree the tree of knowledge of good and evil it was not desirable but after she has the conversation with the devil now the bible says she is desiring that it looks good it's bringing delight to her eyes so much that the desire is that she knows if she eats from it she will become wise now is the desire to become wise wrong no but where is the desire rooted what's the first question that the devil asked eve the first question that the devil asked eve was did god tell you not to eat from any tree what is he doing even the devil knows that's not true what is he doing he is bringing a lack mindset in eve he's he's trying to tell eve give her a picture that god does not give lavishly he's not a god of abundance he's a god of control and he's controlling your life he's not good and look at eve how she responds she responds no which is good but she says the trees that are in the middle of the garden we cannot eat now is that accurate no because god did not say you can you can't eat from the trees that are in the middle of the garden god said you can't eat from this specific tree of knowledge of good and evil right there when eve said that she was deceived by the devil to think that god is limiting her life and that god is not good he's not a lavish giver he's not a god of abundance and that's why this desire to become wise is rooted in ungodliness because she's not believing in the goodness of god so check your heart check your heart for sinful desires that are not rooted in the goodness of god what do you need to do you don't need to change your desires you just need to change the posture of your heart become rooted in the goodness of god you can have the same desire but if the same desire is rooted in the goodness of god it becomes it moves from being a sinful desire to being a godly desire 
the bible says delight in the lord and he shall give you the desires of your heart so god wants to give you the desires of your heart god is not against your desires but the question is where is this desire rooted is it rooted in the goodness of god or is it rooted in unbelief move from unbelief into the goodness of god amen Second Peter chapter 1 verse 4 says, you can write all these references down. Second Peter 1 verse 4 says that every corruption that is in the world is because of a sinful desire. Every corruption that is in the world is because of sinful desire. So you have to take this very seriously. If a desire is rooted in unbelief, it will corrupt not just your heart, it will not just corrupt your mind, but it will corrupt your body. sinful desire a desire that is not rooted in the goodness of god but is rooted in unbelief can corrupt you not just emotionally but corrupt you actually bring corruption it will affect your health many people in the body of christ are sick just because of a sinful desire because of a sinful desire that they did not check early on and it kept growing it kept growing it kept growing it kept brewing and then later became cancer Desires are powerful. I'm telling you, desires are powerful. You and me have the privilege to walk in the goodness of God. Amen? That's why Paul says in Romans chapter 2, he says, it is the goodness of God that leads man to repentance. So stay in the goodness of God. Stay in the goodness of God. So the problem was not that Job was sacrificing. The problem was Job forgot the goodness of God. You do the same thing. You still pray. You still read the word, but you focus on the goodness of God. Lord, it is not my prayer that makes this happen. It is your goodness. I pray because your goodness makes it happen. You stay on the goodness. Stay on the goodness. Get back to the goodness of God. God, you are good. Especially when you're seeing nothing in the natural. You keep declaring, God, you are good. I shall see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. You know, my dad had a stroke in 2020. Not 2020, 2019, early 2019, he had a stroke. Everybody gave up. But I got a word from the Lord. In the middle of the night, I got one word. You shall see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. The land of the living is not heaven. The land of the living is right here, right now. And I started declaring, I shall see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. I shall see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Where everybody became hopeless, where the doctors had given up, where medical science had no answers. In four days, he got out of the hospital. Why? Because you declare God's word. Why? Because your focus is on his goodness. It's not my declaration that made it happen. It is his goodness. I am declaring so that I can align my reality to his goodness. Check your heart. Check your heart. Check your heart for any desire that is not rooted in the goodness of God. Check your heart. You don't have to change your desire. You have to change the root of that desire. Amen. Second. Check your joy level. Check your joy level, the level of joy. James chapter 1 verse 2 says, 
count it all joy not half joy whenever you go through circumstances whenever you go through difficult situations and challenges count it all joy is everything okay can't hear guys good okay good okay so count it all joy all joy when you face tribulations so if you're driving the car and somebody hits you from behind count it all joy instead of crying and complaining about the broken tail light rejoice that the lord is giving you a new car i'm saying change your perspective count it all joy think about paul and silas they are beaten bruised right they are put in prison shackled chains all around but in in the midnight what do they do they're singing songs singing songs that does not happen by someone who is just motivated positively no 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 it is not positive motivation it happens from your spirit being that spirit being it is a reality of the spirit joy is a fruit of the spirit joy is a kingdom reality one third of the kingdom is joy and that joy is within you check your joy level if your joy level is not full that means you're not in faith get back to the word stay on the word get back in joy very simple thing if you don't feel joy start dancing you'll feel joy because you are telling your body to be in faith and then your mind will follow praise god put up put on a worship song put on a praise song and start dancing in your room especially when credit card bills are piling up and you have no idea how to deal with it close your room when nobody sees it put on a song and dance like david danced you want to have the victory of david you need to dance like david you can't just talk about it you have to dance because you're operating in joy you know the the old testament israelites knew the secret that when nothing worked when they didn't have the enough resources when they didn't have money when they had no technology and the enemies have surrounded them and they knew that in the natural they're going to get killed they knew let go of the tools let go of the weapon start praising god because praise brings victory joy check your joy level amen count it all joy the author of hebrews let me show you this verse Hebrews chapter 12 verse 2 This is Jesus he set an example for us looking to Jesus look at the example the founder and perfecter of our faith who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross despising the shame and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God Now what Jesus went through we can't compare our story with him what he went through was horrific but the bible says that for the joy that was set before him he saw the joy that joy gave him endurance that joy gave him the strength to take the cross that joy gave him the strength to hang there on the cross what was the joy the joy to see you and me saved he saw that that gave him the strength to go through joy gives you strength The joy of the Lord is our 
strength joy gives you strength especially in times which are challenging joy will give you strength joy the joy of the lord can become your strength so check your joy level amen check your joy level church should be a place where we celebrate like crazy people from the outside will think they're nuts when everything is going bad economy is crashing down these people are smiling and laughing and dancing what's wrong with these people that's exactly how we should be because spiritual things cannot be understood by our natural mind joy get on joy get on joy joy can become the doorway to your breakthrough joy i'm so happy today so happy today that Mm-hmm. Happy, so very happy. Got the joy of Jesus. See, that's why you need to be prepared with the lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> Start singing. Start singing, and especially if you do it within closed doors, you know, nobody will judge you for the tone deaf ears that you have. You know, you can sing as loudly as you want. but i'm telling you it will give you deliverance it's crazy crazy get up dance sing songs make melody to god it will change something in the inside this reality that is there within your spirit that you are seated with christ it will come and flood your emotions it will flood your thoughts and then you will get out of that room situation hasn't changed but you have changed because you have changed you know that you have the faith to change the situation amen the next thing next thing is patience patience the bible says for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness produces endurance endurance is strength to the trials that strength is patient strength meaning it's strength that comes with patience hebrews chapter 6 verse 12 says be imitators of those who through faith and patience inherit the promise you want to inherit the promise you can only inherit the promises by faith and patience without faith and patience you can't inherit the promise faith and patience patience is the key so you cannot be complaining and be patient at the same time it doesn't work you know i'm patient yeah i have to be patient of course you have nothing else to do just simply waiting is not patience patience is waiting with a good attitude waiting staying high on faith waiting with joy even though you don't see it happening you know it for sure that things are going to change it is happening why because i have received the word Caleb let's talk about Caleb the two spies that come they have a different report to say other than the 10 spies the 10 spies are saying let's not go to the promised land because there are giants there let's turn back let's go back to Egypt the two spies says let's go right now and the lord says Caleb has a different spirit so the lord says Caleb will inherit the promise now what happened is because of these 10 spies everything gets delayed everything gets delayed by 40 years because the lord tells them 
nobody except Joshua and Caleb are going to enter the promised land everybody else is going to die perish now because everybody had to perish for 40 years it took 40 years everybody else's promise including Joshua and Caleb's promise got delayed he got the promise at the age of 40 now he's 85 45 years later and he comes to Joshua and he says remember what the lord said 45 years ago that word is still in my heart as if the lord spoke right now and then he says because of that word i still have that same strength see see what has happened see what has happened because he stayed on the promise at the age of 40 for the next 45 years time did not have any effect on him age did not affect him his body was still strong as if he was 40 years old in age he's 85 years old but he has the strength of a 40 year old man and he tells Joshua i have the strength i will go and drive out these giants just give me permission i will do it at the age of 85 he is driving out giants if you're 85 i'm telling you the anointing to drive out giants is still within you come on but how did this happen because he stayed on the word joshua chapter 14 whenever you get time read he says i brought the word again i brought the word again the word that the same word god spoke to me 45 years ago i brought that word again and that word oh man that word strengthened him have you received a promise from the lord it hasn't happened yet i'm saying the answer is stay on that word stay on that word stay on that word that word will give you the faith that word will give you the joy that word will give you the patience to endure it feels like man 15 years have passed and nothing has happened i'm telling you if your promise was delayed because of somebody else's unbelief your the time that you are in has has no effect on you you're moving in strength you're moving in strength you are meant to eat giants for breakfast but to eat giants for breakfast you need to first see it here i can eat giants for breakfast if you don't see it here you cannot possess it what your mind cannot see your hands cannot possess so you need to see it here So when God says, "Hey, this is going to be your inheritance," you need to see it here. Yeah, it is my inheritance. It has happened for the next ten years, but it is my inheritance. It is happening because when it happens, it will be like you have lost nothing. When God restored Job, He restored double portion. When God restores, it will be like you missed nothing. You did not miss out on time. the time the precious time that was stolen from you when god restores you will be like as if nothing has been stolen that's the shalom of god you know god's peace god's peace does not just give you calmness god's peace has the power to restore all things shalom means nothing missing nothing broken you have the power you have the power when god's peace come through to restore everything in your life So it's worth it. I'm telling you it's worth it. The wait is worth it my friends. 
The wait is worth it. If you have received the promise, you stay on the promise. The wait is worth it. You have been waiting for that person to get married to. I'm telling you, oh gosh. First of all, just check your desire. If the desire is rooted in the goodness of God. But if the word is from the Lord, no matter how much time it passes, because when the word is fulfilled, it will be like you just received the word today and it happened. You don't miss out, don't lose out on anything. I have seen no example in the Bible that stayed on God's word, believed in God's word and missed out on life. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. So it may feel like you're, you're, you are like, you know, it may feel like you, you are like the disciples who are caught in the middle of the sea. Storm is raging. You haven't reached your destination. But the moment Jesus steps in, you reach your destination. It is going to be instantaneous. And then when you reach the shore, it will make sense. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Everything makes sense. In the middle of the sea, nothing makes sense. Nothing makes sense. And the thing is, you have to give up on your right to make sense. Because God's peace is beyond understanding. The Bible says God's peace that transcends all understanding. So in the interim, if you give up the right of making sense, I want to make sense of everything, then only I'll believe in God. Then you will never believe in God. You start believing in God, it will start making sense. Because when you reach the destination, it will make sense. It will make sense. Yeah, this is logical. Because you are on a different dimension of logic. Amen? Three things. Check your heart for desire. Check your joy level. Check patience. And all these three things are rooted only in one thing. Which is, are you focused on the goodness of God? Is your mind set on the goodness of God? That's all. Because when your mind is set on the goodness of God, every desire that flows out of it is godly. When your mind is set on the goodness of God, you cannot remain in your early emotional level. You will move into joy. When your mind is set on the goodness of God, you will have the patience. It will make sense. Goodness of God. Set your eyes on the goodness of God. The word of the Lord that has come to you, it will pass. It will be fulfilled. The Lord has, if the Lord has given you the word, it will come through. Amen. It will come through. Are you blessed? Come on, let's rise to our feet. Just close your eyes and just take a moment. Just take a moment to meditate on the goodness of God. Come on. You can do this by yourself. You don't need a song right now. You can take a moment just to meditate on God's goodness. See how good the Lord has been. How faithful the Lord has been. He has led you so faithfully, so powerfully. Focus on the goodness of God. And in your own words, just respond to His goodness. In your own words, open your mouth because there's power in your words of responding. In your own words, respond to the goodness of God. Be grateful. Come on. Praise Him. Praise Him. Worship Him. Thank you, Jesus, for your goodness knows no bounds. Thank you, Jesus, for no evil has overtaken us because your goodness has protected us. Your goodness, your goodness, your goodness. I shall see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. 
I shall see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. I shall see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Rokho de 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 de. Yes, you are good. 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 Come on. You are good. You are good. You are good. When you speak, when you speak, your heart begins to align to the words of your mouth. You may not feel it right now. It's okay if you don't feel it. Just speak it by faith. Once you speak, your heart will follow the words of your mouth. Your heart will align itself. Speak the goodness of God. God, you are good to me. Every thought that you have is good. Every intention that you have is good. You have never thought evil for me. All your plans are for my good. I trust in you. I trust in you. You are good. You are good. You are good. Thank you Lord in so many dimensions of my life when I don't see your goodness I know that you are good. When I don't even recognize that you are good you're still good. Thank you for being so good. Thank you for being so good. You have my life in your hands. You are good. You are good. You are good.
Kumar. Lord Almighty, oh Lord God Almighty, King of Glory, you have called me friend. Lord Almighty, Lord Almighty, King of Glory, you have called me friend. Lord Almighty.
Lord Almighty. Yeah. Yes. The King of Cosmos has become your friend. Your Heavenly Father has become your friend. And the Bible says the angels of the Lord encamps around those who worship Him. I see supernatural protection over your life supernatural protection because you are called the friend of God Abraham believed God and it was credited to him as righteousness and he was called the friend of God you do not become God's friend because of something that you've done you become God's friend just by believing in what God has done for you he wants to be your friend he wants to be your friend he wants to be your friend you give him permission to become your friend the moment you start believing in what he has done for you he has done it all the lord hath the hand of the lord has done this the hand of the lord has done this it is done it is finished it is taken care of every problem that you're fighting in the natural has been taken care of has been taken care of has been taken care of i speak right now god's peace in your life God's peace God's peace that will fight through all the lies and the deception of the enemy and that will bring you back into the reality of his kingdom God's peace upon you right now right now you are his friend he shares his secrets with you you're a close friend of God God has called you his friend yes children children of God becoming friends of God. God trusts you that you have been given privilege to become his friend just by believing. Believing. Today say with me I believe in the goodness of the Lord. I believe in the goodness of the Lord. More than in my ability. Yes, I believe in the goodness of God. Thank you Jesus. Yeah, thank you Jesus. You believe that you're good. You're good.